Well, bless the Lord, saints of God, we greet you again from Triple C Podcast. Believe it or not, we're live from Emerson, Arkansas, down here with my sister and my brother Bobby and Linda Brock. Here we are coming live, ready this morning to do Triple C Podcast. Tony here, we're going to let the Lord have his way. Let's open with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time as we gather this morning. We truly thank you for this fellowship that we've been here to see our sister and brother, dear God, my family member, brothers locally here, dear God, and just talking to them is a blessing. Father, this morning though, we ask that this word, that it be words that come from my mouth, that it'll be pleasing in thy sight. May they be acceptable in the ears of the listener, that they will be fed to us today. We thank you for this time of podcast now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So as we look at this podcast this morning, so we're going to come from Matthew chapter 19, verse number 26, but we're going to go back to verse number 23 and read through it. So once I'll do it, I'll read from the King James Version of the Bible, which is the red letter edition, and Matthew chapter 19, verses 23 through 26, our key verse will be 26 this morning. And it says, the word says this way, Then said Jesus unto his disciples, Verily I say unto you, that a rich man shall hardly enter into the kingdom of heaven. And again I say unto you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. When his disciples heard it, they were all exceedingly amazed, saying, Who can then be saved? Last verse for today, but Jesus beheld them and said unto them, with men, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. So the podcast for this Sunday morning is all things are still possible. You're going to see where I'm going in just a minute. Since we look at that, Matthew is our tax collector. He's speaking to us. And I've always said this. What's so awesome about the word of God 2,000 plus years later, the word is still applicable to all of us this morning. It's applicable to the reader. To those of you that will download this podcast and, and hopefully hear it and be blessed, you will find that God has a word, a will, and a way for everybody. What I mean, all things are still possible. Don't forget, I've not ever stopped in the height of the pandemic, the Delta variant is still very, very real. In our travels down here, we saw a myriad of people not wearing masks. We know probably they're the unvaccinated. Now, y'all know I've said it time and time again. I can't tell you to get vaccinated or not. But surely you ought to use wisdom. And especially if you're a child of God, you ought to be led by the Spirit of God. I will say this now while I'm talking. Amen. Don't let those preachers that tell you that if you inject this poison in you and you wear a mask that you don't have faith, do not fall for that old okie doke. Do not fall for that type of behavior because God gives you wisdom to know how to move. It's the same like you go to your doctor. You take your blood pressure pill. You got thyroid issues. You got diabetes. You got all kinds of things. You got sinus infections and sinusitis. We take medicine for that and we don't know what's put in that to be made. So what's the difference? People of God, it's a global pandemic. It's worldwide. It ain't just isolated in the United States. It's worldwide. God has given us wisdom to see things, but it's how we react. Now, you've heard me say this time and time again. It's not necessarily what's going on around you. It's what's going on inside of you to how you react to what you see with your natural eyes. That's why the Bible says that we are to walk by faith and not by sight because here's what it is when you walk naturally you looking for something guess what you're gonna find it you're gonna see it because the devil gonna always show himself he ain't never been afraid of a joker he's right there in the pulpit as i said in time and time again from the pulpit to the front door he ain't afraid to sit up in there he's in the choir 
He's in the choir directors. He's in the leaders of the church, as we call them. But God's got a way of exposing people to show us where he wants us to be. Amen. So as we look at this and Matthew speaks to us this morning and here's what he said. I'm going to repeat it and I'll talk about it a little bit more. Then said Jesus to his disciples, today we are what? Modern day disciples. We still walk. What is a disciple? As I said it, it's one who adheres and listen to the teachings of Jesus and do your best to follow the things of God. Now, what does that mean? Does that mean you're going to cross every T? No. That mean you're going to dot every I? No. Are you going to always say it right? No. Don't think I said through the years. Don't think I forgot the words. I still know how to use them. Use them vividly too. And you'll know how to be crystal clear. But I choose not to most times. But as we find people, what? Push your buttons to get you to step beyond of who you're trying to become and revert back to who you used to be. And that ain't what we're trying to do. God's got a whole different plan for all of us. Here's what I want us to do, the four of us this morning that's podcasting, is to realize that God already knew where we would be on this day, September 12, 2021, breaking bread, laughing, tripping, and joking. But in that, we still got to realize that still God is real. And so we're going to talk about that. Why do you say all things are possible, Tony? Guess what? Because they still are. The enemy, in John chapter 10, verse number 10, the thief comes not before to steal and to kill and to destroy. But Jesus says, I am come that they might have life and that life more abundantly. What does that mean? You think that your health being attacked is from God? God don't put anything on anybody. He allows things to happen. To why? So that you can learn to walk by faith and not by sight. So here's what he said to his disciples. And what's so awesome about the things of God is that we are modern day disciples. No, we may not be robed down trying to be religious in how we dress in our appearance, but we're disciples by our heart. We're trying to do what's right, understanding that we are still human, amen, in our Christianity, and that we're subject to tripping, stumbling, and falling. But what does the songwriter say? As long as you get back up again, God, by the way of the Holy Spirit, has a great way of realigning us to get out of our flesh and get back into the spirit realm so that we can see the hills from which cometh our help. Does that make sense? Amen. So here we are. Verily I say unto you, this is what he gives an example. And this ain't about riches and wealth this morning. So don't get that because I'm reading this as a baseline. You'll see where I'm going in just a second. Verily I say unto you that a rich man shall hardly, he didn't say not, he said hardly, enter into the kingdom of heaven. Why? And again, I say unto you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven. Why? If I back up some verses, he told that rich young ruler to give all his possessions away so that he could follow Jesus. No, no. The scriptures say that he left sorrowful, meaning he couldn't part from his human physical possessions. We have to learn to let go of things that can't get us into glory. We have to learn they're just things. They come and they go. Things never make those things your idol. Don't make your children your idol. Don't make your husband or your wife your idol. The only God is what he wants you to be focused on is God himself. And you love those people through the love of God. Don't ever put them ahead of God because then you're doing what the enemy do. You try to get above God and God is a jealous God. He will never have anybody above him. 
Amen. So this is the example that he uses, and I think it's a great example. It's the example of this person saying, you know what? It ain't possible. I can't give up my riches. I can't give up my wealth. I can't give up all the stuff I've amassed and built up over the years. I can't let the land go. My mom and my daddy own. If God told you to give it away, God's got something far better for you down the road than what you can see right now. And oftentimes we can't depart from things because we put such an idol on those things and we lock in on those things that God said, I had this for you, but you couldn't let go of that. You couldn't let go of that. And because you couldn't let go of that, I left it sitting there and oftentimes it'll be delayed, not denied. But if you still hold true and say, I ain't never changing. Guess what? God say, fine, you don't never change. You'll never get where I'm trying to get you to. But then you're the first one to say, well, I can't do nothing. I can't go. No, I can't. No, you just said it because God was trying to get you out of your comfort zone, but you was too stubborn to let God do what he do. Amen. So I'm going to take it in just a minute and we'll keep going. He says in verses number 24, and again, I say unto you, it is easier for a camel. We got to close our eyes and picture what a camel is going through the eye of a needle as a sower. It's hard because sometimes I have to use a little threading thimble to put the thread through the needle when I'm sewing in that regard. But guess what? Try to picture a camel in all of his greatness and his humanity and his bigness trying to get through the eye of a needle. God's got an awesome way of showing you examples of what you're looking at. You picture in your mind, and I believe every podcast listener can envision in your mind a camel that you've seen at the zoo trying to go through the eye of a needle that you hold at the tip of your fingertips trying to squeeze through it. It's virtually impossible when you look at it. That's what he says about the rich man. It will be what? Easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. Because why? Oftentimes, and this doesn't apply to everybody that's rich. It means if those people who are rich and wealthy put more of their trust in their riches and their wealth, they can see the door Mm -hmm. to get to the kingdom of God. Amen. So how how many doors are there to the church? One. That door name is who? Jesus Christ. And unless you come through Jesus, the Bible says you're a thief and a robber. There's only one way to get to the glory, to get to God, and that's through Christ. You can't pay your tithe to get into heaven. You can't pray your way to get into heaven. You can't volunteer church enough to get into heaven. You can be from the pulpit to the front door. If you ain't been called of God, don't, don't judge us. Because we fall and make mistakes. But if you ain't been called of God, God will expose you over time. And guess what? We can pump the people, but you can't pump God. You can get over on me because I'm human. I can't see everything. I'm not omniscient. I don't know everything. I'm not all powerful. But God is. But see, what the devil's objective is to do, he allows things. And just think about yourself real quick as a spiritual Job. The things that God has allowed to enter into your human living. The devil want to say, see, you'll never be the same again. You'll never see the same again. You'll never believe the same way. You'll never walk the same way. You won't ever be able to do what you think you want to do. But I come to give you a message this morning all the way in Emerson, Arkansas, that no matter what the God has allowed to happen, you're just going through this storm right now. If you listen to my last couple of podcasts, you were conditioned for the crisis that you're in. The crisis that you're in is not permanent. The crisis that you're in is temporary. The the crisis that you're in is something God had to slow you down to show you who you are, but he's really trying to show you who he is. He's trying to show you I'm bigger than a house payment. 
I'm bigger than a car payment. I'm bigger than jobs. I'm bigger than anything you can ever imagine is what he's trying to get us to see. I'm speaking to my brothers and sisters right now as well. God's been trying to show you for a long time the thing that you may seek after, you may not ever achieve in your human mind. But God is saying, I got something greater. But what I got for you, you may not desire. Think about the wide road or the narrow road. On the wide road, everybody, just like in New Orleans, they got umbrellas, they got drums, they got snares, they partying, because everybody on that road. And the narrow road, ain't nobody on it. And because why? It don't look desirable. It's called the road less traveled. Why? Because most folk can't see God in the end of the light. Most folk think God is where everybody is, but oftentimes God will let you still away in the small place so he can show you that he's bigger than your circumstance. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I hear I'm looking at it and I'm saying, God, speak to my mind this morning. Here it is. He said, do you really believe, Tony, that I can do abundantly above all that you can ask or think? Do you really believe that I'm a God that can restore? Do you still do you believe that I can give joy that the world is taken away because you've lost loved ones? They died in the midst of the, of the pandemic. Do you believe that I can give you some pep back in your step? Do you believe that I can renew your vital organs? Do you believe that I can make your muscles strong again? That's what God's trying to get us to see. Here's what he says in the 21st century for our belief. Here we are. I believe that a camel can't go to the eye of a needle. But I do believe that God's got a way that he can expand the eye of the needle that a camel can go through it if he so chooses to do. Amen. That's what he's telling you. What you think you can't see, God says, I'm in the midst of everything you're looking at. But you can't see God because you're blinded by your situation. God is saying here, and this is when his disciples says in verse 25, and I'm almost done this morning. He said, when his disciples heard it, they were exceedingly amazed, saying in the question mark, well, who can be saved? If you're telling me that it's going to be harder for a rich man to get into the kingdom of God, what are you saying then? Here's what they didn't realize. They thought, surely it would be easier for a rich man who's got every advantage in life, who's got plenty of money. Amen. Got everything he needs. Surely his entry into the kingdom should be far easier than a broke buster that can't be trusted man. Mm -hmm. He says, surely somebody who's wealthy, who's never asked or lacked anything, surely they already have a preset gate and a preset date and a preset day in the kingdom of God. God said, no, sir. No, sir. Not at all. But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, with men, this is impossible. Semicolon. What does that mean? That small pause says it this way. Let me get your attention. See, all of America thinks that because you're rich and wealthy and you got a name, that you got a free pass. Mm -hmm. God is telling us Christians that don't think because they've got riches and wealth. They may go in broke, come out rich and wealthy, but if their heart ain't never been changed, guess what? They're destined for a place far greater and as far worse than what we can ever imagine in our mind. Mm -hmm. He's saying right now, here's what I'm telling you. With men, it's impossible. Guess what the woman with the issue of blood did? She went to 12 years of doctors. And with men, what? It's impossible. Hello, Holy Ghost. When you look at it, when Joseph's brothers dug a hole to put him in because they was jealous of him and his relationship with his daddy, they left him there to die. See, with men, they thought he was going to die. Does that make any sense to anybody? When you think about it, Jairus' daughter, who was sick, Jairus was a warrior, and Jesus, and he told Jesus, don't come to my house, I'm a man of war, but just speak the word. Mm. 
See, in Jairus' mind, I'm a man of war. I got blood on my hands. I'm not worthy of type of miraculous healing that I've heard you can speak. But with men, it's what? Impossible. It's impossible. Here it is. Jesus is telling us every example you think of, you're trying to figure out how you're going to make it. God said, I've already prepared the way, but you're too busy getting in the way. Mm. God said, here you wondering how we're going to make it, baby. And God said, I've already made your way. You got to trust me enough to walk by faith, baby. Amen. Here it is. You're trying to figure out. You're counting pennies and counting coin. God already got paper money folded up for you. Mm. God is saying, here it is. I done already made a way. You've said it when you're up on the mountaintop. God will make a way where there ain't no way. But that's when you're on the mountaintop. Can you make the same statement when you're in the valley? Amen. Can you look what? Up from your knees and look to the hills from which cometh your help and know that your help come from the Lord when you feel like you broke, busted, and can't be trusted. Mm -hmm. God is saying, can you say the same thing when I don't let all the money go away? Mm -hmm. God said, can you have the same testimony when you don't look out and you can't do what you've always done? Can you say God is? Mm -hmm. That's what he's telling us. He said, can you see me in the midst of tragedy? Don't you worry about who come back in the building. You focus on you. God's got your way already made. He already set your destiny for March. Amen. He's trying to get you to block your blessing to be thankful for what you're about to walk into by what you're seeing right now. Mm -hmm. That's why I said what? Pace yourself. Mm -hmm. You hear me on the phone? I'm not worried about them. Mm -hmm. Who are the them? I know what I got to do. I know what I need to say. Do I get mad sometimes? Yes, I do. Do I get frustrated? Yes, I do. Do I get sad sometimes? Yes, I do. Do I want to cuss sometimes? Yes, I do. But what do you do sometimes? That's when you allow the Holy Ghost that's in you to say, I, I, be quiet. Mm -hmm. Shh. Shut your mouth. Mm -hmm. I got something planned for you, but I can't tell you all the details right now. Mm -hmm. I got something in your future, baby, but you're too busy looking back in your past lots, wife. Mm -hmm. Let go. Hello, Holy Ghost. See, y'all got to understand, I said a couple podcasts ago, that don't you think God didn't even put Lot's wife's name in the Bible because she was irrelevant mm -hmm. to the future because he knew she wouldn't see the future. Mm. So he left her a name as an example for you not to look back in the rearview mirror. Mm -hmm. God says you're supposed to do what? Go forward, press your way highward, and go to where I'm trying to get you and get you away from where you came from. But we so busy saying, man, I look back over my life. Now, ain't nothing wrong looking back over your life. Don't get me twisted. I'm just saying, but when you look back and learn from what was, mm -hmm. hopefully that what was will never be again. Mm -hmm. For what was, and it may happen, unfortunately. But when it does, you've got to have enough God in you to say, wait a minute, stop. Mm -hmm. Tony, shut up. Mm -hmm. Let God get your mind right. Mm -hmm. Quit complaining. I told you I'm making warriors, not whiners. I'm making those who can walk through the midst of the fire. I'm walking with you. I told you, I gave you an analogy that y'all buy, put on your wall, the woman on the beach. It ain't even her walking. It's me carrying her. I gave you examples. Do you see the examples? No, oftentimes you let people. That's why you can't let everybody speak into your ear. Everybody in your face ain't your friend. Everybody riding your car ain't just trying to hang out with you. Some folk trying to use you. Here's what God said, then we'll get ready to close the podcast this morning. Hopefully I'm blessing us this morning mm -hmm. as we're hearing the word Amen. of God. He says, when his disciples heard it, they were exceedingly amazed. Take your amazement and make your amazement frustration. 
Take your amazement and go look at what they do. And I ain't going to call no particular race or ethnicity this morning for I never know who's going to listen to the podcast to be politically and spiritually correct. Everybody has biases in their life. And I will say it this way. Whether you're black, white, Asian, Latino, fat, skinny, dumb, short, small, tall, everybody has biases. Everybody has internal racism in us. So I'm speaking to the whole population this morning. Here we are. That amazement turns into frustration, anger, just the downright just ticked off by what we see. And God says, that's okay. Be ye angry and sin not. What does that mean? Just because you get angry don't mean you got to retaliate every time. So, sometimes God says, okay, you're angry, but I allowed you to get angry to let you know that you're still vibrant on the inside. But you ain't got to carry out the murder with your mouth. You ain't got to carry out the murder physically. You ain't got to lash them down with your tongue because life and death, what? Is in the power of the tongue. What well, we said it, when you launch it, you can't retrieve it. When you speak it, so shall it be. That's why you got to be careful to say what you ain't going to do and what you won't do and what you never will do because God's got an awesome way of allowing you to see. Surely you think you won't, but I believe you will because that's the only way I'm going to break you. But I didn't break you to kill you. I broke you to remake you. I broke you and bend it to make you better straight. Amen. I heated you up like metal so I can take the waves out of you and make it straight again. Amen. So here's where we go. God says it this way. Then he asked the question. I know we've asked God the question. God, why me? Why now? Why did I not have to have a church that could be flourishing? For all the years I thought I would have a fluid congregation of people. Here God said that wasn't meant for you. This is meant for you right now. Mm -hmm. Wake up, boy. Look here what I'm trying to show you. I'm trying to get this word out for free mm -hmm. to let people know that there's going to be people dying on their way to the church mm -hmm. whose heart ain't been changed. Don't y'all know I got folks I'm allowing preachers from the pulpit to drop dead with their lying self. Mm -hmm. God is saying I got folks singing in the choir can outsing anybody, but the devil could outsing anybody in this earth. Y'all better understand what I'm trying to tell you. Here's what he says, and this is what the last verse, and he says it this way. But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, with men this is impossible. Why is it impossible? Because you can't see it right now. You're limited in your vision. You're limited in what you can see. Here's what God did, and we've thought about our sister Sue with going through what she's going through medically, but God has allowed just a little bit of cloudiness to show and to reinitiate that faith. To say, you know what? I can't give up now. The song says I've come too far for you to leave me now. He done showed you through the years of 60 plus years of living. Hello, Holy Ghost. That if I saw you through that, why won't I see you through this? Mm -hmm. Hello, Holy Ghost. If I allowed you to go into the emergency room when you felt you couldn't see your way out because you was afraid to go to sleep. But here you are sitting at the table mm -hmm. looking at me and telling me, look at God. Mm -hmm. And when she cracked jokes on me, people of God, that's when I know she's well. Amen. <laughs> And that's what we talk about. Here's what God says. With men, this is impossible. You put your hands in the doctors, you a dead man walking. 
If you rely on, and I've got sister-in-laws that are nurses, amen, they're doing their due diligence to work their craft as best they can, but they too are feeble and tired and weary and worn because they're doing what God has called them to do. But y'all be encouraged, amen, because with men, it's impossible. You think when those people have to be taken off the ventilator, when you take their life and you turn them off and somebody's got to tell a family member, that ain't easy because that's man. But God knew that they couldn't survive the longevity of their sickness away from where they are. And sometimes, not all the time, sometimes God allowed them to expire. Why? So they ain't got to suffer no more down here. But those of us that remain, and this is where we conclude, but those of us that remain, here's what I want to tell you. And the last verse is this. With men, this is impossible. But with God, all things are what? Possible. With God, all things, and every preacher that's worth his weight in gold will tell you all has always meant what? All. All don't mean some. All don't mean partial. All means all. If God said, I shall supply all of your needs according to my riches and glory, why are you worried like a bird? Why are you worried? The birds don't worry about what they're going to eat. They just fly and do what they got to do. Amen. Those animals just do by the nocturnal instinct of who they are. God has allowed them to be able to survive, procreate, and do what they do, and they keep on living. But we humans, we invade their personal privacy. We disrupt their living. Why don't we think we're going to be disrupted? Just like we invade them, the devil invades us. I'm going to tell you this as we close. If you can believe on this day, September the 12th, 2021, that God still is a God who reigns, rules, and super rules. If you can believe on September 12th, amen, that with God all things are possible. Amen. My vision will be better than what it was before it got impacted. My legs will be stronger than what they was when I was in my youth. What God is telling you, my lung capacity, my mind, and my focus will be better than what it was because with God all things are possible. Yes, we may feel like it sometimes, but I've told you quit walking by your feeling and walk by your face. Sometimes just shut up and let God show you who he is. You the spiritual Moses at the Red Sea. God is saying, be still, Tanya, and know that I am God. Just extend your hand. Amen. When you look out, here's my clothes. When the old men and women, the old woman at the sink looking out the window, the old man at the at the at the hawk pen with his arm on the post. I didn't understand the Bible, but I understand a little bit better now. As we age in life, you ought to get some wisdom by now. When you get a little bit older, you ought to stop being who you used to be. Why are you trying to be 20 when you're 60? The devil is a liar. You ought to grow up by now. Right. Amen. And see, God is saying here, I've been trying to show you all your life, but when you were stubborn, when you was hard-headed, the old folk would say, a hard head make a soft behind. Amen. What does that mean? God has been walking with you all the way. You could have died 15 years ago, but God let you live. Why? He didn't let you die then because he's got greater destiny for you. I close this morning by saying this, with God, all things are possible. Your healing shall come fall. Amen. Your power of peace shall come. It's going to be like a joy that the old saint would say. When y'all had the old meeting back there when people used to raise the trunk and they was had food in the back of the trunk. Y'all remember them days. I've heard you talk about them. When you get together, people come from all around, from out of town. Everybody was blessed. They call it homecoming. I want you to understand something. You all have homecoming every day. When you walk around, you got an awesome roof over your head. You got good floors beneath your feet. You got multiple cars to drive. Amen. The sun shines on you down here. You all tell God 
thank you. When you say, God, all things are possible. I may not have a lot of money, but I still can eat. Amen, Amen somebody. Amen. I may not have riches and wealth, but guess what? I can go to the ATM, yeah. get a little money out, yeah. and I still can buy some things. Yeah. If I've got one witness in here, you all tell God, yeah. thank, thank you, you when you realize that, yeah, I may have been divorced and remarried, but the, the joy I got now yeah. is unsurpassable. What I got now, let me tell y'all something, podcast listeners. When you got peace in your house, ain't nothing greater than getting off of work and coming to a household of peace. That's why I conclude by saying now that when we get in God, when you realize that you lay your head down, what? On a pillow of peace. You sleep on a cushion of comfort, under sheets of satisfaction. You know by God. As my wife would raise the cover up, you think she's sick, but she's just getting comfortable. She just got the cover up to her neck. You think she's going through, but that's her safe place. She knows that God is. Now, when you wake up, you might hear something now. But I'm going to tell you, God's got a way of making things out of no way. So as we close the podcast this morning, I should thank you for my Emerson listeners this morning. We come out over here, and hopefully I bless somebody when you listen to this podcast. And I hope that you know that with God, all things are possible. Here's one of my mottos. If I can't help you, I sure ain't going to try to hurt you. I'll keep my mouth shut and mind my business. Amen. And most time I say today, I ain't hear that because it ain't got nothing to do with me. All I'm trying to do is what? Keep my mouth shut, build my old schools, and build me a race truck and go on by my business. That's what I'm trying to do. Amen. But here it is. God's got a purpose and a plan. So all the way from Emerson, Arkansas, we speak life to everybody that will listen to this podcast. From Emerson, Arkansas, we tell you that God is greater than your situation. All the way from Emerson, amen, from the Bronx home, we speak to let you know that wherever you were, you're no longer there. God saw you through. And where you are, I've told you this way, there is not a spot where God is not. Wherever you are, God is. When you get up at 345 in the morning, your eyes are barely open on your way to go hit that job. You got to know that God's already dispatched the angels to make sure that you get to your destination, give you enough. This is what we're going to speak to my brother-in-law. God's going to give him enough strength to make his legs stronger than when he was in his youth. That he'll be able to do what he got to do for the foreseeable time until he's ready to shut it down. And God says, see, I got you. God said, I got you, Sue. Wherever you are, God said, I'm with you. What you think you can't do, you're going to do better. Amen. Amen. But you've got to walk in this belief. No matter what the devil comes. And all of them old haters. Ooh, child. I know you just tore up down there. Barely can't do anything. You don't listen to that foolishness. You block them out. You rebuke those thoughts. And you cast down every imagination that will exalt itself against the knowledge that by his stripes, I'm healed. Mm-hmm. When you can do that, you on your way. When you realize right now, just ride and let them drive. You're getting shuffled right now. Let them tell you, don't drive me around. Matter of fact, let me get in the back seat. Let me let me ride. That's what God is telling you. You know that your relationship is better than what it was. We ain't trying to do nothing that you may think in your human mind. We just want peace as we age. So as we close this podcast this morning, I pray as a songwriter prepares to take us out, we know that God is going to make my life better than what it was before I was saved. Mm -hmm. Because we close with a word of prayer. I thank God for my listeners this morning here in Emerson. I truly believe that somebody on this podcast will be blessed 
We ask for no money. We ask for no dollars. We ask for nothing, but we try to give it as God gave it. Freely it came, freely we give it in the name of the Lord. And I know in my humanity, I'm not perfect. No, I do. I cross every tear, dot every eye. But if you just knew my heart, I surely do my best to be a blessing to you. So as we close out in prayer this morning, we let the songwriter take us out. Let us bow in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time of podcast. I thank you for my listeners. I thank you for Matthew speaking to us out of 19, chapter 26, verse. And we thank you for healing. We claim it. We thank you for strength for our muscles. We thank you for eyes being restored. We thank you for thyroids going back to normal. We thank you for medicines being decreased in the name of the Lord. And for every podcast listener, we trust that you will move on their behalf. Go all the way from Egypt to Africa to heal those who are going through the pandemic right now in the name of the Lord. We pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hey, darling. Yes, sir. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Troubles too.